0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over the globe, the world, the galaxy, international, local, wherever you may be, you're hearing the golden voice. It is Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team, and the other half, of course, the world record holder for a Super Mario level 1-1 speed run, Mr. Brandon Pham.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Just finished Super Mario 10,000 times here with you with our special guest this week,
2: Olaf Pichet peace. Right. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll practice that another time. Yeah, we'll practice right. another episode.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I'll do the. Re- I'll redo the intro. Ready? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you for
1: joining us, man. How you doing?
2: Uh pretty good. Pretty good. Uh just came off of. Uh, uh, well, I've, I've recovered from GDC now. I think.
1: Oh, uh, nice yeah let's get into that afterwards but uh that's
0: a good use of the word recovered
1: (laughs) do you mind uh just kind of sharing your resume with our audience just give an idea of who we're talking to here why you're so awesome Uh,
2: i can do the quick rundown i uh so i'm originally from germany i uh came to the us right around 2000 yeah uh Uh, joined a small company uh, called wolfpack studios to work on uh, uh, an MMO, Shadowbane. Um, okay. okay. We're, uh, uh, at that time, uh, I interviewed there. They were, uh, I think 25 people and we're like, Oh, you're we're making an MMO, uh, an MMO to challenge, uh, EverQuest.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: sure. <laughs> I didn't know any better at that time. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was there for, uh, for about two and a half years um ship the game, actually. Um, and uh, after that, uh, I joined uh, another small company uh, called Reflexive Entertainment in uh, in uh, SoCal uh, to work on uh, Ravenloft, a Dungeons and Dragons license, which uh, Atari canceled over the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came back from the Christmas break and was told that you know a lot of people were getting laid off. Uh, that's the best way uh, to yeah, get laid just, off, yeah. Whenever you ask somebody for uh, for their resume in this industry, that's you know sort of part of the course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, you know, uh, so that's two layoffs. <laughs> after that, <laughs> uh, I'd only been working there. Uh, this was this was actually I said I said fuck a lot um, <laughs> that, that day I don't even work there for uh, I think three months. Uh, I had moved the entire family out to uh, uh, from from Austin to uh, to SoCal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. signed a lease you know, and uh, and all of that. So, uh, yeah, I went from there. Uh, then I joined EA, uh, in, uh, in Orlando, Florida. Um, was there for two and a half years, roughly, maybe three. Mm -hmm. Um, was laid off there. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) that was, I was part of the big, uh, the big 5% workforce reduction. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, after that, I uh, went uh, back to California, NorCal this time, uh, to, uh, to join LucasArts. Um mm. Worked there for uh, a little over two and a half years. Uh, then went to UK, where I was for oh, good God, six years almost. I think. Yeah. I was there uh, until I left there and then joined uh, Epic Games now uh, about three years ago.
1: And your All official right. title is uh, what is it again? Senior effects.
2: Uh, it's a senior. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, I'm, nice. uh, I'm. I'm the guy that is going to uh, rip, uh, rip out, cascade, for basic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just changing <laughs> everything um, up. Yeah, there's,
2: uh, there's a couple of other uh, a couple of other people. There's uh, uh, Simon Kirby in the uh, in the UK. Uh, he's working with the whole back and stuff. And have uh, uh, Frank Phil and Sean Hai are uh, working on UI and uh, So right. In the beginning, oh, it was. A one man show. It was uh, it was pretty interesting. I uh, I interviewed there, and one of the uh, one of the things they asked was, you know, if I wanted to do that, if I wanted to, you know, sort of join the the effects team on the programming side. Mm-hmm. Sure, and then I joined and found out that I was the effects team. On the programming <laughs> side. Gotcha.
0: Clever wording. They're like, you're going to join the effects team, <laughs> and by that we mean <laughs> you are. Yeah. Well, that's... that's
1: awesome. Yeah, like at least. After a string of layoffs, I mean that's kind of reassuring to be the only yeah. guy in some yeah, no, capacity. It,
2: it, <laughs> I noticed that at some point, at some point things change, right? I, yeah, uh, you know, after after EA, I sort of, you know, I guess it's once you've joined the EA, everybody sort of assumes you've, you know, you've seen the worst of it and cut teeth. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they just, uh, they just uh, uh, things things got substantially easier. Uh, than mm-hmm. I actually, uh, uh, right after that uh, layoff, at first I had you know the usual reaction, was, right? Uh, yeah. Fuck whatever. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I spent a week, uh, maybe a week and a half, solid every day, uh, solid just phone interviews uh, mm-hmm. all um, And I uh, spent two weeks just, I actually managed to sort of string together a whole, uh, a whole lot of interviews and managed the, uh, to get the companies to coordinate.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I could just have one flight out. To oh, nice. I'd <laughs> yeah, probably go you know, from place to place and then uh, uh, go back to Florida. So, uh, wow. Like,
0: hey, hey, Visceral, do you guys mind dropping me off down the street at Sony? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> that is
1: such an executive problem, man, yeah. to have like a whole...
2: Well, because I told them they all they all wanted, you know, the interviews were all sort of, they wanted to bring, um, get them to sort of in the same two-week period and I was just like, you know, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to be on a plane more than anything else. Right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: the scary thing about your story is that, well, I mean, there's a lot. But being an engineer, I always thought you guys are, are made men, like untouchable. Mm-hmm. And to to hear that, you know, the the industry doesn't give a fuck
2: <laughs> who you are. Two people up and spits them out, no matter who. Yeah, but like, man, that must have been tough.
1: Two layoffs, three layoffs.
2: Yes. Yeah. It, like it usually,
1: was. yeah, usually one layoff is like. Fuck this industry! Yeah. <laughs> type of mentality.
2: <laughs> I'll well, try so it one against it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah after, the, after the third one, I was uh, I was pretty close to this going back to uh, going back to something sane, like I don't know, missile guidance systems or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I like think with the uh, family too. Yeah, it must be yeah. tough. The so, wife uh, eyeballing and stuff. It
2: pretty, it and, uh, I'm uh, uh, rather lucky to have a wife that uh, uh, understands. Uh,
1: Well, you're in North Carolina now. Um, Yes, one of the most. You know, you're not per project; it's per engine. So, if the game business doesn't go out of business,
2: (laughs) then you guys are pretty good. It seems we have we have the whole enterprise thing going.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say you guys have picked up a whole lot of new customers now. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you wanted to be anyone in the game industry right now, an engineer at Epic must be a pretty sweet lick.
2: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a good deal. I'm I'm uh, I'm rather happy with it. So, um, yeah. lots of self determination, that sort of thing, and, and tons, tons of interesting things going. On. That's, uh, that's for me. That's the biggest thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Can't, can't be boring.
1: So the topic this week, and we will try our best not to go off tangent. But the focus mm-hmm. being, you know, you said you were from Germany.
2: Not not going off tangent. Uh, <laughs> we just go
1: wherever we want to go. But we at least have a subject line that people clickbait on. So
0: it's like darts. We aim for the bullseye, but as long as the dart is somewhere on the board, we're okay.
2: Yeah. So is that is that headline? Is that is that something like, you know, you won't believe <laughs> what happens next?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Clickbait. Like clickbait, baby. <laughs> so like this how is how
1: we pay the bills. I mean, this is something I always want to kind of talk about. Like being a foreigner, you know, there's not a lot of game industry. Jobs in Germany, right? What game companies are really out there? Your passion Uh, originated from probably playing games, but growing up, I mean, did you? I'm I'm assuming you did all your studies over there and everything, and what what was that? uh,
2: Actually, I I went to school for for, uh, for graphic design. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sort of a hybrid. I'm a weird, like, man bear pig. Uh, yeah, (laughs) your experiment, um, yeah, exactly. Um some say failed, some say successful. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, uh, yeah, it's, 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 an, there's, there's not a lot in the industry. And I, you know, I sort of just, you know, like, like many other people I knew relatively early on, this is something I'm going to do at least try. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause everything else, uh, you know, I, I just couldn't see myself, you know, working in a bank or something. Right. And, uh, so I, uh, uh, love, love games. Uh, mm-hmm pretty much my entire life. Uh, and um well at some point uh uh, uh sort of uh came, came to visit uh and never left had the opportunity to join uh join uh, uh was there and that was um yeah. persistence was key at that point, you know just like yeah. uh, uh uh just like just like everybody else you know uh, uh joined this industry uh, uh, I would say probably more than five years ago. So the, the paths are a little clearer now, I think, uh, you know, because we have uh, lots of universities that have uh, uh, direct the programs. And, you know, it's a little, uh, um, it's a little more visible what you need to do if you want to go down that road, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, back then, there was, uh, uh, especially for me, there was uh, being being from Germany, there was almost uh, nothing. This was uh, uh, not considered. Uh, 16 years ago, not considered even a you know something that uh, uh, one would call a legitimate career, right? Um, yeah. It's like you know my parents kept telling me, <laughs> a good, good job, right? <laughs> that kind of uh, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And but I, uh, uh, it it sort of like it sort of came naturally. I was in the uh, um, I was in the demo in the demo scene uh, uh, back in Germany and. Um, so the whole, you know, the whole graphics programming sort of, uh, sort of came naturally mm-hmm. is in the family. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so yeah, I went down that route, uh, went to school for graphic design, decided to like programming better. Um, uh, yeah. And then, and then it he came here. It was a culture shock at first. of course.
1: Was engineering something you just did on your own? I mean,
2: yeah, I, I'm a self-taught, self-taught programmer or, uh, yeah. Uh, by my uh, 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 my dad and my, my older
0: brother. So. Wow. And you went into graphics engineering first. Yes. Nice. Well, so the way that I look at it, right, would you say it was harder or easier as time goes on? Because in the beginning, the gaming power or the, the GPU processing units were not as capable as they are now. So you can impress somebody with like, look, 5,000 particles in this scene 16 yeah. years ago. Yeah. And today it's like, look, Five thousand particles in this particle effect. <laughs> you know, what I mean? one of them. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, it's definitely harder now. The uh, uh, the the the, uh, the requirements are much higher, of course, and mm-hmm. you know the expectations that uh, that gamers have are mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know substantially substantially higher. Yeah. Um, so uh, you need to you know sort of sort of if you want to uh, if you want to still catch people's interest with um, with anything related to visuals with anything related to graphics, you have to. Mm-hmm. Right at the bleeding edge, right. Uh, and the difference here is that um, I think the bleeding edge today is much much sharper than it was yeah. back on, yeah. um, you know, back then. You, you could you could still sort of wing it, and it's not uh, it's not uh, not that easy anymore today, right? Uh, if you look at if you look at what ha- what happened uh, with uh, something like Siggraph uh, over the years, right, which was. Um, Back then all sort of uh, oh, oh yeah, we have you know this new rendering technique for ray tracing and you know uh, uh, uh a fluid simulation which takes you know three days per frame to simulate and you know that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff. and then over time, it all sort of transitioned and uh to where today it's almost entirely real time right on mm-hmm. um, or not entirely but a, a large a large part of it uh, yeah. uh, so you know uh. As, as far as that goes the, the bleeding edge has sort of moved further and further out that you know so that serious research is is needed today mm-hmm. yeah. to be even more um, impressive because so it's, yeah. it it's definitely gotten harder um uh as time goes on as far as uh everything else goes like you, you know your life in the industry things tend to get easier over the time mm-hmm. they also happen less frequently. that kind of thing so well that's good yeah. to hear Crossing
1: curves there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so did you, uh, so was there a language barrier or were you already up to speed with English while you
2: were mm-hmm. going to school over there? How was that? A little bit of a cultural, uh, cultural barrier at times. Uh, Germans tend to be tend to be very no bullshit. I don't know if you know any other Germans. But, uh, <laughs>
1: no, you're it, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're the only German I know.
2: <laughs> um, uh, I, Germans tend to tend to be very no bullshit, and you know, sort of tell you tell you what they think. Right like, uh, uh, has had like. Um, that <laughs> I can point totally point. see <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm him. trying to be I'm trying to be diplomatic here. <laughs> yeah. Let me put it this way. I uh 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 starting starting at uh uh at uh Yay uh I have told every uh every single one of my uh, of my bosses and every single one of my uh direct reports when I was lead okay uh, mm-hmm. uh that uh it's sort of you know look it's you know a brace if it's nothing personal, that's just how I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's a, that's a great excuse. Like, no, I'm not an asshole, it's just how I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I try not to be right. There's a difference between being an asshole. You know, uh, I don't know cutting through, uh, yeah. cutting through necessary chaff and, yeah. uh, and right
1: Th- there's a reason why I talked about your mom in the last conversation <laughs> <laughs> it's a logical explanation for that yeah. but yeah I, I mean I think that's part of the European touch right it's like it's this is the problem here it is this is what mm-hmm. you're doing wrong yeah. how, do we, how do we solve it right? how do we solve it yeah especially being an engineer too. It's like, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. these are the numbers that don't fit. should fix it, dude.
2: <laughs> and artists. No, is, I mean, it's, yeah. It's not, all, it's not always that easy, right? Yeah. Right. It's never all that easy. You, you, work, sure. you, you know, It's not like we're not machines. And then you work with people and there's, uh, uh, you know, you have to, you have to, uh, you have to make certain concessions there. Even as a journal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Right. Uh, uh, so, so I think, um, the cult- cultural barrier was there. Uh, sometimes, uh, uh it, you know, I, I, I felt a little out of place when, uh, you know, people, uh, uh, people were, were, were joking, and, uh, making, uh, making references to things I had no idea about. It's like, yeah. what is this football speaker? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> right. So, as far as I go language barrier wasn't really a problem because I uh, spoke English pretty well. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, because uh, this is a question. I actually, it might seem ignorant, but it's not. I'm just it's a question about perception. Well, different about one thing or another. So go ahead. OK, okay perfect. Thank you. I appreciate your openness. So whenever I watch movies coming up in America, I see always all these like the Russians are the enemies or the Germans are the enemies. You know what I mean? So like when you come into America and you see all these films with s- such glorified nationalism and then your country may be on the receiving end, like how do you how do you take that coming into work the next day? And like, you see these people and it's like, you know, I, I see what you guys made. Like, and, and in Germany, are there films like that as well? Does it go both ways or no?
2: Well, so, so I don't know. I don't know if you're aware, not everybody, uh, not everybody knows this, but Germany has a bit of history with the uh, glorified nationalism. So. <laughs> <That's> a bit. <laughs> what? get out for you if you want to do <laughs> oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, no, I, I, I do find, I do find, um, I do find some things a little strange. It's it's um, there 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 is there is a difference in that between the countries, and that I think uh, it it uh, it's sort of drilled into into everybody's head. Uh, uh, you know, uh, starting in in middle school, essentially, it's like okay. okay, this is what was going on right in the thirties, and uh, this this is what happened, and here's and here's why, and here's how it happened. So there, I think there's a bit more on the side of Europeans and, uh, and especially Germans, a little more, uh, sensitivity toward, uh, uh, sort of, you know, xenophobia and, mm. and yeah. you know, those sorts of things. So, uh, I was, uh, I was, uh, rather, uh, rather shocked. Actually, I remember, uh, when 9-11 happened. Um, oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, uh, you know, of course it was, it was like, Oh my God, this is, uh, um, this is horrible and but but uh what happened afterwards of the uh the few years afterwards of so um, this um the demonization of an entire uh, uh an entire group of people yeah uh, uh uh based on not even not even their religion based on you know just their looks yeah. I mean, it's like uh so, you know yes this was this uh, uh this was horrible this was an attack a terrorist attack many people died right um probably uh, uh one of the most awful moments in the history of this country. But you yeah. know, um, you have to you have to you can't turn around and just start kicking screaming at everyone. yeah Um uh, in a in a way it is a natural reaction, but it's you know uh it's I hate I hate to use the slippery slope argument, but it is a slippery slope. Sure. It is. Right. So uh 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 that is that is a cultural difference and you you still see, you know, um with recent events, there is a little bit of an upswing, I think, in uh, uh, in nationalism, yeah. uh, and it's, it scares me. It scares me a little bit because uh, I do see I do see some things that are uh, that are perils to uh, um, th- that have perils to things that that I'm uh, uh, you know through having essentially heard about it in school every year for uh, you know ten years yeah. the you know the I that I'm rather familiar with so. yes. yes. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it is, it is a little weird, uh, something else that's very strange that I, uh, that I, I, consistently lament is the, uh, uh, the strange, uh, uh, sort of, um, relationship that, uh, that America seems to have with violence mm. versus sex. Oh it's man. Like, yeah. You know, if you watch TV or movies here, it's like, oh yeah. Like you can show, show somebody getting shot on afternoon TV, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know,
0: you, you, uh, don't you dare uh, let a nipple show like, and, oh my God, <laughs> think <laughs> of
2: the children. And, uh, it's actually, it's actually, uh, uh, reverse in, uh, in Germany, right? Yeah. Uh, like free the um, nipples. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're all about nipple freedom. Um, oh man. The, uh, no, the, the, the. the uh, and that's interesting. Right? It's like, because uh, you have to wonder at some point, you know, what, which of these two things is more damaging to a uh, child. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, my opinion, of that is pretty clear. Uh, but um, there's, so there's, you know, there's that. There's the, uh, uh, you know, a bit a bit more, I think, of the uh, sort of uh, uh, glorification of the military and war see uh, mm-hmm. seeing culture here than uh, yeah. uh, in Europe. Definitely. Yeah. That's... In the end, like people, you know, well, when you when you talk to people, meet people, it, it, like people are the same basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, um. So you know, there's there's uh, not generally, I would say, uh, is that Americans are so different from, uh, from from Germans, for example, in that they, you know, just want to go out and shoot people in the face. That's you know that that, um, uh, because the glorification happens in media doesn't necessarily mean that.
1: Um. that uh, the behavior uh that mm-hmm. yeah there's yeah. no the not yeah I mean yeah. Have, have, have you experienced anything on you know on the job where just being a foreigner was tougher than than just being a regular US citizen you, you yeah. never really experienced anything personally at work where it was you you felt like you were treating being treated differently than everyone else, right?
2: Oh no, I can't say I can't say that I have. I can't say that uh, uh, that I've ever had uh, ever had a problem where I felt like I was being treated unfairly, or uh, or even you know, or even just just substantially different to them. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're you know, directly German jokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, That's true. Uh, half the time I make them, so that's okay. Um, yeah. Uh but I can't I can't say that I uh that I get uh that I get treated substantially differently. But uh you know uh then again I'm not black. So <laughs> you know. all right, back to Larry. What's up?
1: <laughs> Larry knows <Nuff>, what's
2: up. <laughs> yeah. do you do you uh, uh do you um I mean I, I you know I've I've talked to to uh to Ray about this previously. Yeah. Uh <laughs> well
1: ray is obviously a black engineer and then larry's a black designer and i've been around those crowds
0: (laughs) those crowds (laughs) what do you mean those crowds as in
1: designers and engineers yeah i'm just
0: messing you guys stick out
1: what i mean (laughs)
0: It's very... What are you trying to say, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know that we're you rather mean. tall individuals. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, sure? Both tall. Yeah, you guys are tall. Yes,
1: but yeah, yeah it's no. one of those things. But like, yeah. like Olaf. Like I'm sure, yeah. you know, getting over here, even well, now it's a lot tougher to get visas. But I mean, I'm sure you're way past that, right? You 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 have your visa. You got your you know, like, oh, yeah. Green card. You're waiting for your green card. I mean, all that stuff. Kind of. Yeah.
2: Sorry. I have. Oh, okay.
1: Oops. My Amazon talked. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep listening to me. Oh, sorry, man.
2: Oh, nice. You got an Amazon Echo? Hello, hilarious. Should we uh, should we order Brandon something? To <laughs> no, shit, don't do that.
0: Seriously, no. Let's, let's uh, <laughs> no. I just want to say hello to the U.S. government. Uh, thanks for listening to the Game Run <laughs> <know>. Chain podcast.
1: <laughs> Honestly, man, that thing. Sometimes when I'm talking, it's just like I don't understand that.
2: It's like shut up. <laughs> Stop listening <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order you some random stuff. For I know that actually. <laughs> a jar of Vaseline and the weed whacker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. My son almost so ordered a brand in the hot tub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> House. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, so I'll say this um, being an African American game designer, just or in the game industry in general, I still feel like we're slightly underrepresented. And, you, you
2: know, know what i Uh,
0: (laughs) I don't mean that in a negative way. I know a lot of African-Americans who love video games and Mm. I wish more of them would try at least to make it into game development. But I think a lot of people just don't know that that's even a a possibility or a, a, a likelihood in in their given circumstance. And I guess that's where some will get tripped up. And I don't have like numbers on what I'm saying. This is all just gut reaction. Yeah. but yeah, and the, the other thing is just the doors aren't there. The way in is is too far, too expensive, or you know, time conflict. there's a lot of things that keep a lot of people out of the game industry, but more so than others, I feel like I'll just say minorities are kind of at a disadvantage in, in finding some of these things. But what's good is in 2017, and what I'm really excited about is tools, resources, are on the internet and they are free and they are everywhere education is going free and it's everywhere so yes. a lot of the reasons why people can say they've been held back are are being taken away and so yes. that is a beautiful thing so hopefully
2: we'll see some change there but i, I yes. think you're absolutely right with the underrepresentation i mean you know yeah. uh, uh, every single studio i've worked at i can uh, uh you know count on one hand the number of african-americans yeah uh, that I've seen, uh at each place right so Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, every every company I worked at, I, I can count Larry. <laughs> <laughs> we worked at like three companies together, so <laughs> yeah.
2: it's literally literally true. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe you are the only African American in the game, Misterio. I'm starting to feel that
0: way, man. I just <laughs> I look left, I look right, <laughs> I'm yeah. the only one like me
2: in sight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the underrepresentation is definitely well, is so. definitely. Uh, yep. that that's it takes a long time to change uh,
1: yeah well a lot of people don't uh, unless they have friends in the industry who are on visa or or foreign they they don't really understand the process too much right it's not like on our onboarding paperwork that we learn about you know what it's like to be a foreigner and going in the industry like it's a f- like four or five year process a lot of the times, and it takes you got to be at a company for five, four or five years, and that's that's like three times the lifetime of a game industry veteran. You know, <laughs> it's like it's yeah. tough to be at a company for five years, let alone. You
2: know, two, I, I know years. this. I know this. Uh, I've had a uh, um, uh, when I was a leader, I had a couple of engineers that were uh, uh, that were on visas and essentially had applied uh, green cards through the company. Mm-hmm and uh, um it was uh it's a very long and drawn out process and a lot of times the companies don't actually like they put a moratorium on it when you join you, you know they won't they won't start applying for a green card for you until you've been there for three years, or oh, three years. man yeah
1: so it's like yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. so uh in a way, it's you know uh, uh, foreigners tend to tend to suffer a little bit from lock-in, right? Because at that point you can't you can't just decide even even when things completely turn to shit you can't just decide to, you know I'll uh, pack up and leave and go somewhere else, Yeah. Uh, you yeah. uh, go visa renewal and the entire green card process starts over, right? So it's uh um, there's a there's a I think um, a, a bit of an exploited uh, element there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you?
2: But some of
0: them. Do you feel like companies kind of hold that over the head of the employees sometimes, or maybe employees may not get treated fairly because of, of the lock-in for the green card process. Like, for example, they may be less incentivized to offer a raise or
2: a promotion or,
0: uh, because, or com- you know what I mean? Or compensated as fair. Exactly.
2: Exactly. I, I think, I think that definitely happens. I think I've been lucky enough in, uh, in, in, uh the place in the companies that I've worked for that I haven't personally seen that um okay that's good here yeah. i would i would suspect that uh uh that this happened i mean you know i i, I know of some companies uh to to uh especially with friends that you know um probably uh knowing from from what I've been told and a lot of this is hearsay, probably wouldn't think twice before you know uh, uh taking advantage of the fact that the person can't go anywhere else, you know, so. mm.
0: yeah there's probably a lot of people who are more excited about the green card than the job out there and that's mm-hmm. something that's kind of unfortunate, you know. Like, yep, I'm working on happy dance adventure number six. <laughs> but they have two years left of my green card, so <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Definitely in such a volatile, you know, industry and a lot of what drives us is the project we work on. And yeah, having a visa, you know, is kind of like a handicap sometimes because then you're stuck at a job that you don't know it's going to last that long, but you're like so far in and they hold that over your head in some capacity mm-hmm. because they know you, stopped. you ain't leaving bro. Right. You've been there
2: for three years. So yeah. I got you at and least then, three more. Yeah. When a, when a project then, uh, you know, ends up, uh, ends up getting delayed and delayed and delayed and, you know, uh, a project goes in trouble and then you start wondering, oh yeah, uh, you know, is this, is this going to get canceled? Yeah. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Companies, they're going to be layoffs. If you're on a visa, yeah. No. Right. I, I, I know people who have uh, uh, who have ended up getting laid off while uh, while on a visa. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, that that you know the uh, the visa being uh, being contingent on uh, uh, on that specific company. Right? So That's crushing.
1: You know, oh, dude, I I knew an animator who worked at a company called Stormfront. It was like for four four and a half years. You know. And so, like, the normal visa time is around five years. He was that close, right, yeah. and got laid off. And so he has to start the process all over again. Mm. Got got the job at 2K, you know, working at 2K. Same thing happened, for four and a half years. Mm. And then 2K Marin, you know, yes, went under. And then he yes. he's back in South Korea now. Because it is, like, a month. Oh, man. Yeah, he, he got booted. Because it is, they, they give you, like, about a month. Or, or something mm-hmm. ridiculous to find a new job, yeah. or else your visa's up. Or...
0: Can't they give you like time served? You know, like the nine years. <laughs> they don't care. And, uh... man.
1: Yeah, they don't care. They just treat yeah. it as something new. So it's 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 scary. Yeah. You like you yeah, you're exactly. established by that time. Nine years in, you probably have
2: a family. The family, possibly you know, a mortgage and mortgage. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, uh, these stories remind me a little bit, too, of uh, of, uh, friends I have in the film industry that are uh, sort of uh, artists in the industry to have that problem because they're all on contract.
1: Yeah, that's even crazier, yeah.
2: (laughs) And I've I've had friends who uh, have worked at little tax companies that are essentially, you know, have been sort of evaporated. they watch. They're like, "Well, my contract expired four weeks ago. Uh, I'm still going into work every day, still getting a paycheck, but uh, I don't know. You know, it's like they, you know, if they're going to tell me not to come back tomorrow, right?" So. Oh man.
1: <laughs> it, it's it was a scary time. Like if you if you dial back like four or five years when all the visual effects studios were were closing down, mm-hmm. as a professional in the game industry, we were looking at that as like, you know, this is how the game industry is going to end up because at that yeah. time, you know, our, our triple A studios during the PS3 era, were just closing down left and right. And, uh, thankfully, you know, uh, the iPhone came out <laughs> and kind of just like, Hey, you know, this is, uh, you guys can do this instead. And then that kind of spawned and, the VR stuff is picking up and everything, you know, now we have opportunities to be taking control of what we want to do. and still yeah, be relevant. Yeah.
2: it, it it's, it's interesting that you say that because the, uh, there's a, you know, sort of a, um, an agreement with a lot of, a lot of people in the industry that the, uh, uh, the AAA, uh, AAA model uh, is, is fundamentally broken uh, mm-hmm. uh, with, with essentially products that are too big. Too uh, too expensive, right? Too mm-hmm. timey, too many people, and are just too high risk, right? I mean, uh, today if you're if you're even a, a reasonably uh, reasonably well-established uh, independent studio, um, you can uh, uh, making a triple a triple A title, you cannot afford to fail, right? Yep. If you've yeah. on one title, that means essentially you're done, right? Yeah, uh, and that uh, uh that is uh, that is a real problem. It's a risk averse It's 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 a you know, stagnation.
0: And, can the game industry even continue to support AAA projects? That's what I want to know
2: I don't know Like, like, like uh, I'm dead serious,
0: you know Yeah I don't it, know. It. It, It's gotta be You
1: gotta be like epic <laughs> You know you're, we're, we're, When we talk about who's left it, It's people mm-hmm. who have a, a, a primary revenue stream That isn't mm-hmm. dependent on making hits And surprise, surprise, these guys have the time and resources to make a a polished game that that will be hits uh, because they've tested it and they take the time to ship them. Like, you know, we we know who they are, yeah.
2: Even at Epic, Tim Sweeney has said there was uh, uh, an interview that he had with Oh God some outlet one outlet or another I don't know mm-hmm. uh, I probably find it again where you, where he you said as much he said that triple a triple a model is uh, uh it was broken mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. project are so big complicated the expectation's so high that the risk is just too big for uh, pretty much on save one or two
0: yeah, I feel like there's no such thing as a sixty dollar game anymore. It's actually a sixty dollar license to plate up going to cost you like a hundred dollar game because yeah. season pass dlc microtrans <laughs> all this stuff that was like not even on the plate years ago is like now it's commonplace to oh i just buy the game to then buy more stuff for the game and like i just
2: and then yeah. if, if if all of that if all of that falls through you know you don't have the dlc attach rates you don't have the uh yep. you know the sales numbers to support it then uh uh you end up you end up in real trouble and then if you're uh if you're, if you're uh, again, if you're a foreigner that's on a visa, like right, you know, you're essentially you're essentially screwed. Right? Yeah. Um, right. like, yeah, yeah. Like I've go back that I've had to leave the country. Right, yep. uh, couldn't Stay here. When
1: I said it was a scary time four or five years ago, I'm, I'm speaking from a U.S. citizen, <laughs> comfy <laughs> position. Like it was scary for me, so I can't imagine for you guys. Like you know. To, to go to a company that needs about five years uh, to, to go through the visa process and you think AAA has to be it, right? These guys aren't going anywhere and they're laying off people mm. all the time and the model's breaking apart. Like what? Yeah. And you don't want to work in other industries, right? You're not going to translate your skills to visual effects because they're gone. Like what? Are you going to punch numbers now? Like, yeah, it, it, yeah. Thankfully, it's kind of getting better, but, you know, with this whole travel ban now, like Ray Graham, the Canadian, (laughs) was complaining about his visa process. So I can't imagine, you know, the real foreigners, what's up, like how how much more difficult it is. And now, like, you know, companies are already wary of of hiring people because of the process and it takes, it's, it's a lot more difficult. Yeah but now it's even even more difficult in lendingness and liabilities like what if you guys go on vacation and come back and can't come back and mm-hmm. the process yeah. so and hopefully you know best case scenario they're not thinking like that but i mean they are yeah. they have to be yeah
2: at some point at some point really the uh, uh, uh the the um what makes the decision when you uh, uh, when you look for a job and you have uh, uh, maybe a choice between you know uh, uh, two or three different companies? Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, what ends up making the decision is which of these looks the most stable, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, 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 because after uh, and I know this for myself after you know after my third layoff, I was just like you know uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, I'm, I'm going to take this, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to take the choice that I have that I think. Uh, uh, you know, has the highest chance of still being around.
1: For years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's a Which, real oh. like anyone who's been laid off, and Olaf, you've been laid off three times, so you rediscovered yourself three times. But <laughs> I know that when I got laid off, the one and only time, it, I, you know, in all my adult life, that was a real life changing moment. It's like mm-hmm. finding out how vulnerable I was, even as like mm-hmm. a a skilled professional right yeah. it it was like what am i doing you know why yeah. why would i put myself in this position uh ever again and like how do i get some control back it really is it, to this day like i'm always drawing back to that experience to to really think about what my next move is yeah it's, it's yeah, one yeah. of those things that like, you don't wish it upon other people, but it's like, I feel like everyone kind of needs to go through that <laughs> to, to realize <laughs> what what you're signing up for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
2: a, it's a, it's a strange, it's a strange experience. Yeah. And then I think, I don't know, uh, it, it certainly has changed me. You know, I, uh, uh, tend to, I tend to plan a little further ahead and have now have the, um. Um, have lost the illusion that anything is uh, uh, that anything is forever right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's like when you you know when you get your first or uh, first job or possibly second job in the game industry oh yeah I'm going to stay at this company you know I'm sixty 65 and then I'm going to retire yeah you know, it <laughs> <Yeah. awesome." laughs> uh be awesome and either you have some image like that in your mind or you know it just it just never uh-huh. even comes to your mind that something else you know uh, 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 would be in the stars for you right? mm-hmm. and then at some point you realize that, you know, uh, it's like, okay, well, these, these, uh, these things pass too, but the, dev- the devastation of that, that, uh, that, oh my God, I was, I was laid off that moment at some point gives way to sort of, a, uh, you know, once, once you've gone, gone through it a few times, it gives way to uh, a bit of a, uh, a, Zen state of mind. Yeah. I said, no, it'll, it'll be okay. Like it, it was okay before. No, I'll, I'll do all right. Yeah. You know, but, uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, It's it's interesting to think to think that you know there are people who who, you know uh, in all likelihood aren't that lucky who uh, who end up having to leave the country who end up you know you know in all all kinds of trouble. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's the game for you.
1: (laughs) That's the game. If you survive that, then you're in it for life for sure. (laughs) But yeah, it's unfortunate. It will happen. There's some yeah. (laughs) But it creates a certain jadedness at, at the same time. It's like, you know, from that moment that happened, I was like this oftenness, a kid, and then like a light switch, I was this old man <laughs>
2: <laughs> just like
1: scoffing at the young ones.
2: Yeah. How, uh, how sweet
1: they think they have it. So.
2: A few times, uh, uh, a few times of, uh, of going, through, going through massive crunch was with that to you, <laughs> okay. You and a big, yeah. What? God, that. Get off,
0: my, get off my lawn, get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What I find is like all the developers that I've worked with over my career that I considered like jaded, I saw that they fed off of the like bright eyed and bushy like ambition or just like idealistic. Like they were like, hear the stories and you could just see their soul being side by the thought that this poor little rabbit is going to get massacred one day you know what I mean? Like it's such an evil demented twisted but like as i grew in my career i could tell that that's what was happening yeah i was like oh you actually get off on this shit <laughs> they love doing the oh just wait just wait like you could just see it in the little little smiles
2: you know uh yeah, I, I, i'm a little i'm a little a little different and i i not necessarily feel. I try to. I try to. Uh, uh, try to caution the uh, the noobs, so to speak. So yeah. I, I see it a lot that you know that um, that people are are that are uh, that are new to the industry and maybe have a, uh, maybe their maybe the first job, maybe their first project mm-hmm. um, go in and are uh, uh, you know, uh, completely enthusiastic and that's fantastic. I actually uh, I actually love that. I love uh, uh, working with people like that because there's you know there's certain certain energy to it yeah um uh that i can you know that's what sort, of, sort of helps you know push me forward mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but uh at the same time you know after uh uh after people you know uh, uh crunch for you know three months three, three months you know 12 hour days seven days a week you know at some point i, I usually say hey you know you should you should it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you may think you may think right now you can do it but uh it, you know, it, it, it'll take its toll on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: like, like, like Google says, Chrome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> <laughs> <There we
2: go>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's my shitty dad joke for the day. <laughs> Let me ask what's next for you. Uh, career wise, are, are you excited about anything in your horizon that you're working on? Are you like, yeah, you know, you're putting a lot of passion into something.
2: Yeah. I'm, p- I'm pretty happy where I'm at now. I, I, uh, uh, really, really like the team I'm working with. Uh, really like the company. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, feel, I feel you know, uh, this is one of the uh, the rare instances, and I'm, I'm trying not to turn this into a shameless plug. But uh, no, no,
0: that's all good. Uh,
2: this is one of the uh, one of the instances that that I haven't had very much. We have a we have a company where, where management actually actually gives a shit. Yeah. Um, oh, awesome. Right. So that's uh, uh, that's a big plus, and uh, the. Uh, uh, the project that I'm working on is, is pretty cool. So I, I have sort of my own, you know, mound in the corner where, uh, um, uh, with, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, with the other thing that I've mentioned earlier, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, working on this thing, building it from the ground up. Um, uh, we can, we can make it exactly, exactly the way we think it should be. Mm-hmm. But, so, um, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about that. And, uh, yeah. you know, other than that, um, I don't, we'll see, you know, we'll see what, uh, uh we'll, we'll see what happens after, uh, after that, uh, you know, uh, uh, at some point, that that will uh, uh, that workload will decrease, uh, and I'll do more uh, more general rendering tasks. Uh. Awesome. We'll see. We'll see what uh, we'll see what happens.
0: So, when's Unreal Five coming out? Is the real question. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Epic. That's. I'm just messing around. I know it's coming out in two years.
2: <laughs> um, no, really. Though, are you? No, I said I couldn't. I can't tell you.
0: I, uh, no, I, I, no I'm, I'm just. I'm totally. I'm totally messing with you, man. I have no
2: clue.
0: Yeah, no. i I. It, it was a complete joke. <laughs> it's a complete joke. <laughs> but seriously, though, this is good. entering the screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I would imagine you probably have a lot of personal or, or like side projects that kind of helped you get through your career because you know if you're interested in programming graphics, maybe you're working on a game that isn't you know pushing the polygon limits in a way that you would like or you know it just has a different style than what you may be into did you ever just tinker on the side with like hey you know what i'm just gonna solve this game's rendering problem and bring it into work <laughs> and show them
2: what i did well you know like like any uh like any graphics program in, in industry i do have my own uh, my own uh engine code base um, oh see see like- how did i know yeah, right. <laughs> uh, me, and, me and every other, every, every single engineer in the uh, industry. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, I haven't touched it in a long time. I, uh, uh, sort of, you know, uh, uh, still do, I still do a little bit of program I tinker with, uh, uh, with Raspberry Pi. That's my, uh, that's my favorite mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Must- um, and, uh. I, uh, uh, that's sort of my, uh, uh, my, my side project is my 3d printer, which I've uh, built designed and built myself on the ground. Oh, wow. Wow. Jesus.
1: If you guys yeah, aren't so building rockets, you guys are doing <laughs> three printers.
0: Just so you know, I installed the air intake in my car one time. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty technical myself. Yeah, I know. You, you can see it. Here it is. Yeah, I can see it. Wow. That's all right, guys. So he's he's turned his camera to show off this amazing looking, and it's actually pretty clean and well designed. I thought it was going to look like a like a a Radio Shack weekend project, but it actually looks pretty nice.
2: I've uh, I've invested uh, invested a bit of work into it. I think. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's it's pretty clean man. Uh, at some point, uh, I got a uh, uh, printer bot for uh, uh, as a gift for our anniversary from my wife. So mm-hmm. oh, nice. Uh, uh, PrinterBot jr and uh uh then i you know i was i was completely hooked and at some point i said you know it'd be cool if i could print something bigger
1: <laughs>
2: like, you know, i don't really like this feature of the design of this thing and you know next thing you know i'm like in in cat in a cat program i'm you know starting to build things and looking up yeah. uh i don't know mechanical specifications of uh of uh the various components and learning everything by bipolar stepper motors and you know so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's uh, so, uh yeah that's sort of my side project
1: he 3D That's, printed his 3D printer.
2: But <laughs> yeah.
0: I like engineers always have the most fascinating side projects. I was, uh, I had an engineer friend of mine. His name was Tom Felker. We worked at Sledgehammer Games. He made a side project where he was going to build an aquatic drone that he would just throw in the ocean, and like once a day it would just ping a GPS and let Tom know where in the world it was. Wow! <laughs> and like he, he mapped out like the ocean currents. And he was like, if I drop it here, I'm hoping that it'll make like. And I just and he started building it. Ordering the pieces, putting it all together, and I'm just sitting there like, all I want to do is go home and like put lights in my Unreal level. And this guy's like, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's crazy.
2: Yeah, I, I can, uh, I can, I can live now. Um, yeah. Didn't 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 used to be like this, but I can live without uh, uh, without spending every waking hour programming um, uh. <laughs> work. Uh, so yeah, I do, uh, I do other things. Like this. Awesome, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think every engineer, it's like not, 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 not just every engineer, like, you know, the game industry tends to sort of attract people that have, uh, you know, that have uh, 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 a bit of, you know, a bit of drive just to, to make stuff. Yeah. And
1: it's one of those things that, you know, engineers can make a lot more money in other industry, but they choose games for, for that very reason. They just want to create things. So yeah. you, you hear that all the time. It's really impressive.
2: Yeah, I used to, uh, used to be. Development. I think I get back to that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, that's not. That's not to say that that it's not that it's not uh, uh, not, not challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just you know um, too. Um, I don't know. Like too 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 narrow for me. I think right. So, mm. Well, speaking of challenges,
1: if we uh-huh. go back to our topic a little bit <laughs> you know nowadays it's probably a lot harder right like imagine if you are a foreigner and you're you're kind of still getting your green card or getting your visa like the other day i was hearing like about a publisher like tencent having trouble getting their visas to uh to okay a project over here <laughs> or something really? like that yeah dude like big companies are having a tough time like uh like someone like Tencent, right? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, w- what are your thoughts about what, what, you know, maybe your friends or what you're hearing out there, what's, what's going on with this stuff?
2: I don't know. Like I, I, I there's a lot of uncertainty at the moment. Uh, I, can tell, you, I can tell you, that there's, uh, um, quite a few people that I've, that I've spoken to since, um, the company. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, there's a, uh, uh there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Uh you know mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. It's like, you know, is, is it gonna get me new? am I gonna get kicked It's like, oh yeah, well, you know, I, I uh I happen to have I happen to be from Iran, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 it, I can't like I can't go home, right? Mm-hmm. I can't visit visit my family, right? Uh, you know, they're not gonna let me back in if I do that. Mm-hmm. there there's uh uh there's there's quite quite a bit of that, uh, and I think I don't know. Overall, it, it can't can't be good for, uh, uh, for the industry, the, in the industry, uh, and in the end, you know, can't be can't be really good for the employees. I think uh, that work in the industry. Um, like we had, I, I tend to think we have uh, because of the volatility, we have uncertainty enough. Um, it just sort of you know adds to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I feel I feel for those guys. It's really, uh, uh, it's really a
1: tough spot to be in. Yeah, it's like, hey, Steve, did you get the frame rates under control? Fuck, man, I'm trying to survive here. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like I got real life problems. I don't know if I'm gonna be in this country tomorrow. <laughs> exactly.
2: like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about frame rate. i you know, <laughs> it's such a contrast. To, of, like,
1: we're making games. It's such a goofy profession right it's, and then now you're dealing with like you know i don't know if i have a place to sleep tomorrow you know it's kind of yeah it's yeah. a weird problem to be introduced in our industry yeah. well in any creative industry but we're a game podcast so we're talking about the game industry
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well i mean i most most of the time i think this is not something that that uh um that we think of on a daily basis right as 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 even being a problem right um because for the most part uh uh uh, big problem. It's like, you know, especially, uh, uh, in this industry, uh, my experience is just sort of, you know, okay, well, you know, uh, you're an engineer, a different country with the authorities. We have a lawyer that takes care of the paperwork. That this, this thing where you're like, not sure if that's even an option. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've, I've got to tell you, like, you know, despite the, despite the fact that I have a, I have a green card, there was a, uh, a moment, uh, when I, when I heard about the, uh, the travel ban, I was like, "Oh, yeah. I'm
1: kind of fresh.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Is there a right. period where I don't really have it? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. No, I, I've had my, i had my green card for a long time now, but, um, uh, uh, it's, you know, uh, still, I mean, you, you, you hear, you know, people, people, uh, uh green card holds permanent residents, you know, being mm. detained at the port and, you know, uh, uh, the the DHS refusing to let them in. So it's like you know the the uh, uh, the uncertainty is substantial. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I have to uh, on some level I have to question because the it's pretty difficult I think uh, for most companies to find the right people in mm-hmm. this industry, right? right. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because like you know we tend to be we tend tend to be rather picky. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, it has to be. It has to be you know, both uh, a person with the right uh, with the right skills, and then there has to be a cultural fit, right? Uh, it has to be someone that the people feel like they can, you know, they can work with. Feel like they can, you know, uh, uh, they can still, you know, not want to punch them in the face after a 12-hour day, you know. Uh, so it's a, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of difficult. Uh, uh, kind of difficult to hire people in this uh, in this industry to begin with in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, make it more difficult um if i were a, if i were a foreigner um still not a foreigner not living in the u.s uh not a permanent resident and considering uh considering a company in the u.s i you know i i might think twice now right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Uh, i actually want to do this or uh what about radical somewhere else
1: mm-hmm. you know it, it definitely sets a cascade of issues that now everyone's questioning. You know, we are we're, we're losing good candidates over it. So
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sad man. I don't know if that is an industry we have the uh we have the political weight to really uh uh change that.
1: hmm
2: Right. So here it goes again politics affects all of us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Suddenly Larry's problems doesn't seem so bad anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sure, yeah.
0: My game industry problems. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You guys are just so tall.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is a good one. I like this episode. Yeah. So, let me uh, let me ask a question on behalf of the students if you don't mind. If I want to get into, you know, engineering for graphics, uh, mm-hmm. and I know absolutely nothing, and I'm going to be a 2017 version of OLAP and teach myself, are there any suggestions or resources that you may have or want to point people to that could help them get going? Oh,
2: that one's uh, that one's pretty well. I would uh, one of the one of the things uh, I probably would would do is uh, is check out gamescoolonline.com.
1: Ooh. Oh snap! <laughs> what is this? <laughs>
2: Because gonna be now,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> Olaf's class is gone.
2: <laughs> uh, no, no, I have, uh, uh, I have no personal investment. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, no, it's. Uh, I mean, the the resources are out there. It's uh, mm. uh, it's really all about you know uh, 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 doing a, doing a Google search. Look at uh, look at SIGGRAPH. Look at SIGGRAPH mm-hmm. papers, look at GBC papers, right? To see what. Uh, what sort of the the uh, the state of the art is, and and mm-hmm. um, you know what uh, um, people are trying to do. I'm you know pre- presuming that you have at least prior programming experience. Uh, yeah. If you don't, it's a, it's a uh, that is a that is a long and hard road. Uh, and I <laughs> you should <laughs> give up now says the guy who did it says like again like you know the resources for for doing that uh for learning programming are out there too like any yes. anybody anybody can learn programming it's not yes. uh it's not rocket science it's just computer science uh it, you know uh, uh you can you can find uh, uh you can find courses at at websites like code academy which you know sort of start you from the from the ground up mm-hmm. uh, you know, and teach you uh, teach you how to program, and uh, but it, it you know it, it does take it does take years to become uh, uh, to become proficient, uh, uh, reasonably proficient as a programmer. Mm-hmm. Um, but if uh, uh, again, you know, uh, if I can do it, anybody can do it. It's it's really a matter of uh, you know sitting down, play, playing with it, and and and, and learning uh, learning it by yourself. You don't have uh, don't have the opportunity or the time. Or yeah. uh, funds to go uh, to go to school for it, right? Yeah. So that's uh, uh, it is it is much much easier now than it used to be uh, uh, because because the interwebs right uh, all the information is out there yeah. courses are out there are free courses are out there. Yep. So learning learning that is uh, uh, finding those resources is much easier. Hundred percent
1: cosine to that. Yeah. So the German who got laid off three times <laughs> and ended up at Epic is saying to you guys, stop complaining.
0: Self-taught, by the way. <laughs> Self-taught. Stop whining.
1: Stop whining, Before guys. Before the internet. <laughs> Before the internet. Before
0: internet free tutorials. Yeah.
2: <laughs> stop bitching, guys. Yeah. Come on. Get your act together. Seriously, actually. It's, it's difficult. You know what, Brandon? It's not, it's not easy, right? Yeah. But then uh, again, what is? so Yeah.
0: No, it's it's profound that we're kind of closing it on that note is like, and I'm not calling you like handicapped or anything like that, but seriously, anyone today who's going out to look for an education has no excuse. Mm-hmm. I, and I want to, I know we talked about this or back to is like, if you're sitting, listening to this podcast and you have a dream and you're like, I wish I would, I could like, no, you can't, yes, you, can. you just aren't. That's the thing.
2: Yeah. yeah all you so. need, all you need a computer and a connection and uh, yep. you're you're good to go. Yes, sir. Yeah,
1: go hack FBI. Go!
0: <laughs> oh, dude, you're saying that right next to the Amazon Echo. <laughs> Brandon's about to get swatted live on podcast. <laughs> learn something. Yeah. Yes, Brandon. What are those red and blue lights in the, in your window over there? You see
2: them? <laughs> When you you learn something, you'll learn exactly what a SWAT uniform looks like. (laughs) (laughs) How many boots
0: to the neck can Brandon take? (laughs) Five on game (laughs) 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 damage. Man, uh, seriously. When was the last.
1: The last good video of that was some guy playing Counter Strike or something. Mm -hmm. And he was like twitching and some
2: oh yeah yeah Yeah.
0: like
1: the swat came in in the office and you see him like slapped. down oh man (laughs) i forgot what the story was it was pretty recent like three years ago or two years ago or something that's
2: That's just we laugh but that's just awful yeah that's horrible it's good television (laughs) though The fact that you have to sit there and you have to you know you have to have to consider that there is a, a a remote but uh uh, but real possibility that a SWAT team will burst through your door, you know, it's, yeah, it's pretty scary. I think. Yeah,
0: dude, I'm over here laughing, but like taxpayers hate that shit. The SWAT team hates that shit. Yeah, yeah, it does no favors except for the internet. Right. Well, Olaf, you've been podcasting with us for over an hour now, and you've won a prize. I won a prize. Oh, I won awesome. a prize. You're actually the first person that we're giving this to, so this is very special. This is the official Game Dev Unchained. Brandon and I will be quiet and you can talk to the audience prize. <laughs> 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 something that you're working on, something that you're excited about, draw attention to a worthy cause, or just promote something that is interesting that you think our audience should know about. The floor is now yours. The floor is
2: mine. W- worthy cause. Uh the worthy cause that comes to mind. Uh catching me a little bit a little bit off guard here because uh I didn't didn't actually think about saying anything now. Uh the worthy cause that comes to mind is um child's play, uh Penny Arcades. Okay. Uh oh, nice Kids um charity. Uh donate to them. I uh um I do this uh, uh tell, <laughs> tell people, you know, don't uh like when it's my birthday, it's like don't buy me a birthday present, donate to uh donate to child's play instead. Oh so, that's beautiful. Uh, it's good it's a good it's a good cause. Um they buy toys for uh for uh, uh kids uh in children's schools. Uh a lot of times kids you know terminal illness and, and uh so they need it, uh go go donate to them. That is uh, that is my worthy cause, that is my bit. And uh uh well in the spirit of what we just uh, what we just said, if you wanna uh if you wanna learn programming or uh if you wanna learn how to how to make art for games or anything, the resources are out there, Google it uh mm-hmm. asks you, you might know that might know someone who is in the game industry to give you some mm-hmm. pointers most people in this industry uh are more than willing to uh to help out with uh, uh with information with pointers mm-hmm. and you know to sort of sort of uh point you in the right direction so awesome that's it. i know i know you're hoping for something more profound than <laughs> <laughs>
1: and look out for olaf's kickstarter for his 3d printer <laughs> <laughs>
0: <I'm> <laughs> <gendered with that. laughs> oh man. Well, yes, calls too. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we're the calls the 3D printer. Well, uh, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. I'm Larry Charles, the podcast done. Good night.
1: This is Brandon Fowl. See you guys next week. Thanks, guys.